Welcome to the Rest for Her Soul podcast. If you feel trapped in exhaustion and burnout, or you just need to pause and reset, here you'll find peace, joy, and rest in God's loving presence. I'm your host, Christine Fletcher, and I've been there too. And I want to encourage you that just by listening, you're already taking steps towards healing and wellness. All right, today's episode is about our phones and boundaries with our phones and why we have to get serious about this. We have to, if we want to live our lives, if we want to really live, we have to get serious about this. So I'm going to talk about it. And at the end, we're going to get practical, spend some time with God, go into your phone settings and write some things down. But this isn't, uh, this isn't a typical uh, scripture meditation today. So if you're looking for that, listen to one of the other episodes. And the reason I want to talk about this is because my mission here on this podcast is to create spaces for you to connect with God and to hear his word and then to go do that in your life. And if you're just filling every spare moment with scrolling, that's not going to happen. And that's sad. So yeah, you might be tired of people telling you to get off your phone. And if you already have great boundaries with your phone and you use it as a tool and it doesn't master you and you don't get sucked into scrolling, then that's great. This episode probably isn't for you. That's fantastic. But if you struggle with scrolling and you try to quit and you know that's not how you want to be living your life, then this is for you. So first, we have to acknowledge that we're addicted. We are. Our brains are addicted to the feel-good dopamine hit that we get when we see new content and notifications on our phone. And we know this. Lots of research has been done on this, so you can look it up if you're not familiar with it. In biblical language, we're slaves to our phone. We're being mastered by them. That's actually really sad when you think about it. You can ask yourself this question. Do you feel anxious when you don't have your phone and you have to sit and wait somewhere for a few minutes and you can't entertain yourself by scrolling? Notice that. That's a problem. Your phone has a hold on you. You're not actually free and using it as the awesome tool that it is. You're a slave to it. And Jesus says that we need to deal with sin seriously and cut off the source of it in our lives. Now, I'm not saying that looking at our phones is sin. It can be a neutral tool, just like anything else. But are you turning to it instead of turning to God? When you're anxious, do you pick up your phone to fill your mind and fill your time instead of turning to God? Maybe that's breaking the first commandment, to have no other gods before him. Or is scrolling just keeping you from taking the time to live your life or to deal with things that need healing in your life physically or emotionally or spiritually? Is it just wasting your time? These are Jesus's words as recorded in Matthew 5, 27 to 30 in the NIV. You have heard that it was said, you should not commit adultery. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to stumble, 
cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. This is the word of the Lord. An example that comes to mind is people who struggle with addiction to alcohol. They need to cut it out of their lives completely. They can't just decide to dabble with a drink here and there because that can lead down the wrong path. That's not wise and it's not going to work. They can't rely on their willpower. And maybe we need to look at our scrolling in a similar way. We can't just rely on our willpower to not do it. We've tried that. (laughs) It's not working. And for me, I realized that I was filling all my spare minutes with scrolling. Just pick up my phone, see what's on there. So now I often delete Facebook and Instagram off my phone. I'll do it for a few days at a time or a week or two weeks or more. It just depends. And my favorite is Instagram because I learn so much there. I follow lots of informational accounts. I can spend hours reading all the captions, watching the videos, and learning about good things like faith, women's health, non-toxic living, parenting, all of that. And there's a lot of really, really good info. But it can also just be time-sucking. And at some point, it's enough. I've learned enough. And I actually can't process all the info in a useful way. I have to ask myself, am I just consuming all that good information? Or am I actually putting it into practice? Am I doing it? Maybe I need to go read an actual book about that topic. There are some great communities of people who love Jesus that I follow online. And so I'll check in from time to time. It can be very life-giving. And it's also great to see what my friends are up to with their kids and whatnot. But... I can go a few days or weeks without knowing, without getting an update on their life. I have to be okay with, quote unquote, missing out on their life because I'm living my real life. I have to be okay with not getting all the updates. So I can check in on the computer, which I find to be a lot more helpful because you can't just carry it around in your pocket like a phone. But even then, I have to watch myself and set limits so that I can get back to living my real life or doing work I need to do. And with those people that we follow, if we're truly friends with them and not just acquaintances from high school, then we can text them or give them a call and actually see how they're doing and get them to send us pictures of their kids. We won't be missing out because we're actually friends with them. And then the other people that we're following just as spectators We just have to let that go sometimes. And something else I've noticed that I want to caution you on is you can delete all the distracting apps from your phone and then just fill that time with something else. So maybe you start Googling things or whatever it is. So we have to be intentional about what we're replacing that time with. And we'll get into that in a minute. I think one of the things that keeps us scrolling instead of living our real life is that we lack a sense of purpose. We lack a sense of purpose that's deep enough and big enough to be bigger than wanting to pick up our phones. That's a whole other topic, but ask God to guide you. Ask him to give you insight or lead you to a book or someone or a conversation or something to help you figure out a little more of who he created you to be. And I think another really key thing that keeps us scrolling is that, well, first, we're addicted to it. But I think that deep down, 
we don't actually believe that spending time in silence with God matters. I think that deep down, we don't think it'll do anything. Or we don't believe God will meet us there. Deep down in our hearts, it could be very subconscious, but we don't believe that God is worth it. And so we turn to the scrolling that makes us feel better in the moment instead of to God. And to that, I'd say, start by remembering God's goodness and faithfulness in your life so far. Think back on the times you felt his presence or his guidance or healing. By remembering what he has already done, it reminds you that seeking him does matter. And read his word to see the truth that he says about who he is and to see his faithfulness to others across history. So yeah, I think we're believing that lie that time with God doesn't matter. And then part of that, I think, is that it does take effort to seek God. It takes effort, and we don't want to put that effort in. Scrolling is easier. And so I think that's another part of it. We might know and truly believe that it matters to spend time with God, but it takes effort to seek him with all our heart and soul and mind and strength because we have to put aside things like scrolling to seek God. But we're called to pick up our cross and die to ourselves and to our own desires so that we can truly live free in Christ. That is a better life full of peace and joy and meaning and hope. These are Jesus's words as recorded in Matthew 16, 24 to 26 in the NIV. Then Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? This is the word of the Lord. I also often remind myself of eternity and to put this moment in that perspective. Do I want to participate in God's kingdom here on earth? Or do I want to stare at my screen? Okay, so it's time to make this practical. Spend the next minute with God. Just ask him to bring to mind unhealthy ways that you're using your phone or TV or Netflix or whatever it is for you. And now spend a moment with God thinking about healthy ways to use your phone. It's a great tool 
You can take pictures and video and check the weather and listen to great podcasts and music. There's a lot of good. So think about good ways you can use your phone. Now we're going to get even more practical. So I want you to get your phone right now. You're probably listening to this podcast on it. And we're going to set time limits on the apps that you find distracting right now. And I think it's really important to get your phone out and do this right now while you're feeling motivated. Because you can't rely on willpower later on. You can't. You've tried that and it keeps failing time and time again. So just like the person who struggles with alcohol has to choose to not have it in their home, not go to bars, that kind of thing, you need to make choices now to set yourself up for success to put limits on those apps on your phone. So we're going to go into your phone settings. And if you need to pause and Google this for more detail for how to do it on your phone, please do that. We're going to go into your phone settings and set time limits on your apps. And this will be called something like digital well-being or screen time or most used apps, something like that. Now, maybe you're feeling called to delete an app completely. Then do that. That's great. Maybe you want to set 15 minutes per day on an app or 30. If it's more, ask yourself, why do you need that much time? When I do have the apps on my phone and use a timer, I find that I'm much more careful with what I spend my time reading because I know I don't have all day. So now look at the number of minutes you've chosen. Those are minutes of your actual life. That is time you're choosing to spend on these apps. And like I said, that's not necessarily a bad thing. But this is time you'll never get back. And if you use your social media for your business or something like that, there are also great services that you can use to schedule your posts for you so that you're not on the app all the time. So that's that's something you can do there. And also ask yourself, do you have to show up on there every day, even for business? We're called to take a Sabbath and take a day of rest from our work. And the next thing we're going to do is set specific times of day that you can go onto these apps. So you've set a limit of how much time, but now we're going to restrict it to a certain part of the day. So for example, you cannot go on them, let's say before noon, and then nothing after 5 p.m., that's an example. Or maybe you want to restrict it to between 10 a.m. and noon. You can check these apps. And other than that, the rest of the day, they're unavailable. Think about how you want to start your day and how do you want to end your day before bed. Those are really important times of the day. So set a good boundary here so that your phone does not master you so that you're not a slave to it. 
In 2 Peter 2.19, Peter is writing about false teachers, and he says, quote, They promise them freedom, while they themselves are slaves of depravity, for people are slaves to whatever has mastered them. End quote. So don't let your phone master you. Be ruthless in removing these distractions. Be ruthless in the time you set. Your life is too valuable to waste staring at a screen. I encourage you to give yourself less time than you actually want to spend on these apps. going to make a list. All those things that you say you want to do if only you had the time. And I want you to think of things that can fit into the same kind of time as scrolling. So it's when you have two minutes or five minutes or half an hour, maybe an hour. So what are those things that you want to do? Here are some ideas. Call your mom. Go to bed early. Pick up a novel. Do some stretching. Listen to music. Go hide in the bathroom and close your eyes and take some deep breaths and be aware of God's presence. Things like that. So grab a pen and paper or your phone and spend the next minute brainstorming as many things as you can do. And I actually think it's a great idea to have a paper copy that you can see. And then also have this in your phone notes so that the next time you pick up your phone to scroll, you can open this instead and see, oh, I could call my mom or whatever. before we end, I want to encourage you that the next time you choose to not scroll, but to do something else instead, or sit in silence with God instead, you will probably feel bored. So get excited about that now. That is a good thing. There is research that shows that boredom is good for our brains. We know that boredom is good for kids because that's when they come up with new ideas. It's the same for us. And for those of you who can't stand the thought of not being productive, I want you to congratulate yourself for being bored because you are doing something good for your brain right then and there. Good for your body. So you can check that off your list and call yourself productive. So get excited to clear your mind and focus your time on seeking Jesus who died for you so that he can spend eternity with you because he delights in you.
seek him, get bored, which will lead you to new ideas and becoming more of who God made you to be, loving those around you better, having more joy and more fun. I'm in this with you and you can do this. Let me pray. Lord, help us have strict boundaries with our phones so that we use them as the amazing tools that they are, but that we don't become slaves to them. Guide us, convict us, and help us seek you. Amen. And if you struggle having a good start to your morning in God's presence, I've created a week set of seven morning meditations that guide you through your week with a day of rest, with scripture every day, and time in stillness with God. And you can get those at restforhersoul.com.